Hello and welcome to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. A show about empowering and motivating you to broaden your mind. Now, here is your host, Sonia Luray. Good afternoon, Whispers, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am your host. Sonia LaRay, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Oh, whispers, it feels so good to be in this whispers lounge today. And you know what? I really want to start off by saying, you know, our hearts go out to everyone that has been impacted by Hurricane Ivan, um, Ian, excuse me, by Hurricane Ian. And in Florida and Cuba, it is just, our hearts are just devastated for you. So you know you're in our thoughts and our prayers. Please be safe. Don't just walk in the water because, you know, there's live wires down and you just must remain safe. So our thoughts are with you today. And it was so nice to even get a few messages from you whisperers that you were still tuning in today. So I hope this discussion today really kind of resonates with you and brings you a little sunshine into your day, especially with everything that you've had to face. You know, I'm ready to have you join the conversation. Please make sure you call in at 516-595-8091. Again, that's 516-595-8091. And then you know that Blog Talk Radio has our back. Every single episode, they put in a live chat box. So you can drop your questions, your comments, or if you want me to reiterate something or clarify something, you just got to put it in there and you know your girl monitors a great chat box. So listen, we don't have anyone in our private Zoom room today. And I guess you're thinking like, well, why not? Well, this is why. This discussion is so powerful and so impactful that I really did not want to have any distractions. I wanted to really lean into this conversation and really make sure that I was covering everything for you. So next week, we have our Zoom room open again, and we have another dynamic group that will be joining us. But for today, this is just you and I just sitting here and having this open discussion. And whisperers, did you get the cocktail or the mocktail of this discussion? Well, if you didn't, you missed it. I'm telling you, it is so refreshing and so good. Oh, my goodness. It is so tasty. And the ocean spray, cranberry juice combinations, it just puts that right, you know, zing in there for us. If you didn't get the cocktail or the mocktail, then you need to subscribe to the Whisperers Exchange. There's a live link in the description box. So go on, click on it, and subscribe because we have so much juicy tidbits in there that you are missing out on. But don't forget, I want you to join this conversation and ask your questions and pour into it with me. So call in at 516-595-8091. Whispers, let's get into our episode. 
you know, I always like to start our discussions off with a clear meaning or a definition. So this isn't any different. So we're going to get the understanding or the meaning of self-compassion. So self-compassion entails being warm and understanding toward ourselves when we suffer, fail, or feel inadequate. Let me give it to you again. Self-compassion. It entails being warm and understanding towards ourselves when we suffer, fail, or feel inadequate. Let that just resonate with you for just a second because, I mean, that definition in itself, like, if that was it, I could say, okay, guys, it was great talking to you. Have a great weekend. But that's how powerful self-compassion is. See, Whisperers, do you realize that literally only seven months ago, we had a discussion on cracking the self-compassion code? Oh, yes, we did. And if you don't remember that discussion, I need you to go back and listen to it. Because you're probably saying, well, why should I do that? Because this discussion is building on the elements that we're missing and lacking that keep us from living happier lives, that keep us in a constant rotation of negativity or thinking we're not enough or we need to be doing more. It's so ironic that we're having this discussion today, and I was watching something a little bit earlier, and the person made such a beautiful statement to uh, the plaintiff that was in there, and she stated to them, Our past mistakes should not define us, but they should refine us. And I thought, ooh, I have got to bring this into this conversation. Because, see, that's where we're going with self-compassion today. There is growing evidence that shows self-compassion is an important source of happiness and psychological well-being. So I know you all always think like, well, where is Sonia going with all this? I always tell you that we're making that complete circle, that when we get into our discussions, we make the circle. And all the circles, as I tell you, are never perfect because our lives are never perfect. So get that down first. Solidify that. Remember we had that word last week, solidify, means to make hard and to shore up. And so in that evidence, self-compassion consists of three main elements, three of them. So you're going to need your notebooks. So I hope you have your notebooks or you pin mark this episode and you come back and listen to it to pick up all the master keys and all the jewels that will be deposited today. And notice that I said deposit it because I don't drop anything because for the simple fact of it all, I'm giving you value and you are valuable. So we are going to first go over consisting of three main elements, kindness versus self-judgment. As senses of common humanity versus isolation and mindfulness versus over-identification. Okay, I'll give it again. 
self-kindness versus self-judgment. As a sense of common humanity versus isolation and mindfulness versus over-identification. See, whisperers, these components combine and mutually interact to create self-compassion's frame of mind, or a self-compassionate frame of mind, I should say. See, I want to talk about how self-kindness really shows up, because self-kindness entails being gentle, supportive, understanding towards one's self. Did you notice the words that I used there? I said that it was gentle. When something is gentle, think about if you have a beautiful cashmere sweater and it tells you to put it on a gentle cycle and lay flat to dry. That means it's the most delicate cycle that you could possibly put the washer on that will not ruffle, irritate, or tear that material. And so we, we must handle ourselves with gentleness. Then on top of it, it said supportive. And some of you all might wear support hose. Some of you may have had girdles on. Maybe you've had to support others and trying to even help your children to learn how to walk or ride a bike that you supported them. It didn't allow them to teeter or fall over. So imagine how that was, that strength there, that it kept it from tilting or leaning. And then understanding towards oneself. How many times do we try to understand other people and just to be compassionate and and gentle with their feelings and their thoughts, but we can't do that for Y-O-U, for us, for M-E, me. Well, this discussion here, whispers, if you can't feel the power in it right now, Trust me, as we get deeper into this discussion, it's going to be almost like electricity coming through. Because, see, this is the power in self-compassion. See, when we decoded it, I didn't go as deep and I didn't lean all the way into it like I'm doing today. And sometimes we have to go back and we have to rework things so we can get the mastery of it. And see, when we get all these elements and we have these elements in itself and that understanding towards oneself rather than attacking and berating oneself for personal shortcomings, the self-offered warmth and unconditional acceptance instead of treating ourselves with harsh criticism or judgment allows us to start to pivot the mindset. It allows us to start walking and moving in a different way. With all this being stated, I guess the most important question I need to ask you, Whispers, is this. Are you your own worst critic? Let me ask you again. Are you your own worst critic? Do you impose these high expectations that cause you 
to turn on yourself with nasty self-foraging words? Do you labor yourself under being perfect and having to achieve perfectionism but never achieving it so you are just weak and incapable? By becoming our own worst critics, it's also ignites anxiety levels. And notice the word ignite. It means it sets it ablaze. So we are burning ourselves down and moves us further away from our goal of living happier lives. See, when you start to burn things down, you can't really connect things. How can you connect, you know, rubble that is just have you ever burned a piece of paper and then tried to go pick it up and put it back together again you can't because it just crumbles in your hand the ashes just keep on flaking and flaking and the soot gets on your fingers because you can't because it is just ruined it's just literally just just everything is just crumbled And that's what we do to ourselves when we are so hypercritical of ourselves. It's funny. You you would think that self-compassion is some sort of um, revolutionary idea, believe it or not, which it isn't because we would never be harsh to ourselves if it was some revolutionary idea or critical and mean to a total, you know, we would be totally mean to strangers and everything else if it was just this thing that has revolutionized. But we're not. We're not mean to total strangers, and we're compassionate with them and put ourselves out there. I was in a a clubhouse room just recently, and a, a young lady was like, well, you know, I don't really have anything special about me or my voice, and, you know, I just didn't know. And then lo and behold, when I was doing something in the episode, I caught this, I literally helped a person and I was so stunned because she said everything that I was saying and how I was putting forth in my voice that, and I got to really understand that, you know what, you you don't have self-compassion for yourself, but you're over here leaning into someone who needed that, but you needed it for yourself. Self-compassion. So many of us just take it and we just throw it to the wind. For us to be, be to begin to practice and show self-compassion, we have to be open to the journey. And see, a lot of times we're not open to journeys. We don't like to go on these, you know, I don't know where we're going exactly. I'm not sure if I want to go. But see, when it's something so powerful and that can pivot our lives, It behooves us to get a part of this journey and take this journey so we can have a positive impact and imprint on us. Because sometimes we need that kind of imprint and that impact. See, the journey will require many things from us. And sometimes the terrain can be a little rough. It could be complicated even. But that is when we may need to pick up 
the special equipment that will help us to keep moving along our pathway. Because if you think about it, even like if you think about mountain climbers, right? They have special equipment that they have to take with them so they can achieve climbing that mountain. And even hikers have special gear that they take with them as they're hiking. And so when we are on this endeavor and this journey into improving ourselves, we have to start equipping ourselves properly, taking the necessary tools with us so we can have success. It's the same difference. See, the elephant in the room is how do we begin to practice self-compassion? You know, this is where I will have to tell you that now we're going to go deeper. Now we're going to lean in a little bit further because I told you, our first episode in the decoding work, we really started to work on the main frame. But see, now we're getting deep into the programming and it's going to take a little more requirement of us. It's going to take a little bit more effort and investment on our part. So get ready. Take a sip of your cocktail. Get your notebooks. Pin mark the episode. And let's get into this. But before I share these elements with you, I think this is a good place for us to hear from our sponsor. We all know that life can get a little overwhelming sometimes. You have so many things going on at once, it's hard to keep track. La Paz Image Consultants, a full-service luxury international agency, will help you embrace your life, family, career, and wardrobe. Visit www.lapazimageconsultant.com to book your free consultation. So before the commercial break, we were going to get into how do we begin to practice self-compassion and understand that we spend endless hours with ourselves, first and foremost. Did you realize we do? We spend tons of time with ourselves. And guess what? That little voice inside of our heads, we have got to really get him under control because he's running amok up there. And that's what it requires sometimes is like getting that into control. Remember we had the discussion on the inner and outer noise? So we we have to really start to control that inner noise that is that inner voice that kind of tells us constantly or makes us not show self-compassion to ourselves. So I had a close friend send me a statement. And I thought, oh, this is so good. I wanted to share it with you because um, she didn't even know that I was going to do this discussion. And sometimes we just send each other things because we just keep each other motivated and moving all the time. And it was from the Dalai Lama, and it said, if you don't love yourself, you cannot love others. You will not be able to love others. If you have no compassion for yourself, compassion for yourself, then you are not able to develop or in developing compassion 
for others. I was like, whoa, that's deep. Because if you think about it, how can we really reflect something that we don't even have mastery of? How do we really tap into a deeper essence of that compassion for other people that are suffering or other people that are going through things, but we can't do it for ourselves? So let's get into how we start practicing this. Let's start taking these down one by one and really dissecting them deeply. So this episode is about this dissection, and we are going to really come into this fully. And if you're not understanding things or you want me to repeat something, you call in and ask your question. Throw it in the chat box because you know I'm listening to you. And I appreciate you all sending messages and emails and asking for advice and taking the discussions into a broader space even. And don't be afraid to share the episode because there is someone who may need to hear this just as much as we do. Let's get into that first master key. We are going to, and you know what, some of these you all already know because it seems like I reiterate them a lot, but that's okay because sometimes we need to hear it again and again until it becomes solidified, and it starts to imprint into our brain and into that heart. Because remember, that heart is that rich soil that produces the negativity that blossoms in that brain. So we have to cultivate it, and these are the seeds that we're going to start planting. So the first key is we're going to practice forgiveness. Wait a minute, what did I just say? Practice forgiveness. That requires of us to stop punishing ourselves for our mistakes. Remember that statement that I gave you earlier? Our past mistakes should not define us, but they should refine us. Our past mistakes do not have to be stumbling blocks, but they can be stepping stones to our greatness. If you haven't written those down as affirmations today, write them down and put them up so your eye sees them. Write them on a sticky note, take a picture of it, and place it on the front of your phone. You know, I gave you all affirmations last week even on our page for Whispers in a Bottle. If you need me to really put more out there, tell me, and I will produce even more because these are things that we have to keep calling back to mind. We have to accept that you are not and be gentle with yourself when you are confronted with your shortcomings. You are valuable by your friends, associates, colleagues, and loved ones because of who you are, not because of your faults. You're not faultless, but it's not because of your faults. It's everything that makes you, you. 
We have gone through things in our lives. We've made mistakes in our lives, and maybe we have learned how to be and do better because we did make those mistakes. How many times have you even heard that there was someone who had a a very tumultuous past, and all of a sudden they have turned their lives around and how they are impacting others, and even how they even work within themselves so they can continue to grow and to morph into these dynamic individuals. How so much that they have had to show themselves self-compassion to be able to show up that way entails a lot of work, entails practicing forgiveness. How does that sit with you? How does that resonate with you? How did that make you feel? Did you feel like a little of the weight that you have been carrying on your shoulders kind of was relieved just a little bit within that little span of us sharing that together? See, we have to realize that we aren't ever going to be perfect And we aren't ever going to get every little thing right in our lives or along our pathways. But we must realize that we have to let go of the perfectionism anchor. Because that perfectionism anchor is sinking us to the bottom of the ocean, stealing our very happiness. And see, we're trying to get on that trajectory to move our lives into that happiness and living happier lives. So we have to cut that anchor loose so we can start to soar, so we can start to float, and we can start to take our air and our journey. We can't go anywhere solidified and cemented to the ground. Because even if you try to throw a paper airplane and you put a weight on it, it can't get off. the. You can't float. It can't fly. So neither can we. And it requires things from us to do. And by becoming aware of times when we derive a sense of self-worth from performance or that perfection, you got to understand that you do not need to be a certain way to be worthy of self-love. There's a powerful statement that goes, there is no sense in punishing your future for the mistakes of your past. Forgive yourself, grow from it, and then let it go. Let it go. I bet many of you have uh, seen that movie, Frozen. And, you know, Elsa was always holding herself to perfectionism, and she wore her gloves all the time. And her her famous line was, uh, conceal, don't feel. But then she said, let it go. And, I mean, it was bold. It was like she just had everything in her, and she just felt it in her soul that she had to let it go, finally accepted her own strength. And many times we must let things go 
through forgiveness and not keeping ourselves strapped to that faulty thinking, not keeping ourselves strapped to a time bomb that we don't even have the code to to disengage this bomb. Who knew there was so much great lessons in a Disney film? Who knew? (laughs) But that's the point. Sometimes the little things, we see these movies, we watch them with our kids or whatever, and we don't, at first we don't get it because we're so into it with our kids and the kids are singing the song all the time. But if you really look at what it was giving the message, and that message was not so much for those children, but guess what? For the adults, because guess what? Children can let things go in a dropping of a hat. Have you ever noticed that if your kid makes a mistake or they do something wrong, they'll say, I'm so sorry, so quick, I'm so sorry, and they let it go, and they're back outside playing again. I love you. I'm awesome, because they let it go. That's what we have to learn. So that first master key is powerful. Let's get into that second one. Employ that growth mindset. Now, Now, this one here, you know, all of last season, season three, we journeyed into that growth mindset. And it will require, and you know, it required of us to tap into deeper, deeper places and to really structure those master keys in such a powerful way so we could start to develop and grow and nurture our growth mindset. And each episode, we got closer and closer to it that by the end of season three, we were in our pathway and journey and fully structured into that growth mindset. And remember, it's how we view challenges. So remember when we did our journey and we did all the lessons inside a growth mindset, it taught us that we had to remember how we view challenges are if they are impossible obstacles or are they opportunities for us to grow? See, pivoting the mindset, changing the vision, focusing it in a different way. Sometimes the lens has to be corrected. Are they stepping stones to our failure or stepping stones to our greatness? We had all of that in the growth mindset, and we learned that we embrace challenges instead of avoiding them and pretending. So if we're pretending all the time, we can't really see the true essence of anything. And we also persist in finding meaning in moving in a positive manner. See, whisperers, All the discussions that we build inside of our safe zone and in the Whisperer's Lounge, it has a clear direction. And I always tell you, I move our episodes with clear intention. And I even have a club on Clubhouse named the Round Table of Intention because it has aim, purpose, direction, and focus. See, that's what we have to have when we are building upon our compassion. 
We have to be focused. We have to have clear intention on why we are doing this so we can step in on this and step up to it. So go back and listen to episodes that will fortify you and help you to keep your mind sharp and not get lulled into stepping backwards and forgetting that we are in that growth mindset, that we are pivoting our lives and moving that trajectory onto now happiness. We must engage and practice everything we learn so we can draw upon it. See, if we don't draw it up, it can never come out. And if we don't start to lean on it and really start to produce it, how can it blossom? It can't. So it leads us into that third master key. We just had this only last week. So if you missed last week's episode, go back and listen to it. Because We learned last week expressing gratitude. We fully understand how powerful gratitude is to move the meter towards us living happier lives. We know that having gratitude strengthens our resolve of appreciation and compassion. (laughs) Let me say that again. We know Having gratitude strengthens our resolve of appreciation, passion. We're keeping our gratitude journals and celebrating our micro wins. And remember, when we celebrate our micro wins, it allows us to not keep looking for the dynamic things, but to appreciate the small elements in our life. Gratitude. Gratitude is powerful. You know, when I think of gratitude, I'm always so humbled by things. I'm always in a place, in a space that it touches me. Because even I'm so grateful to be able to come in and create such a beautiful space for us here in the Whisperer's Lounge and on Whispers in a Bottle to bring forth discussions that ignite certain things in us and to help us to start to catch hold and master things in a better way for ourselves. So I always have this full feeling, and I'm always so happy. And everybody's like, are you always happy? Yes, I am, basically. (laughs) You know, it doesn't mean that I don't have stress, of course, because I run a business, I have a family, I have a lot of things going on. But I'm grateful for everything that I'm a part of, or I get to do, or I get to birth, or I get to just see, or people that I've gotten that have come in and touched my life even. I'm just grateful. So go back and listen to last week's episodes and pick up your master keys, but don't be afraid to use them. We have master keys for a reason. And that's why I tell you, bring your keychains and keep your keychains with you at all times because it is going to require of you to always use one of those keys. 
life requires it. And if we're not willing to start using the keys and the tools, then what exactly are we doing? See, you have to take a deeper look at self. So the last master key that I'm going to give you is this. And we had this too. (laughs) We had this one by far. Talk to yourself like someone you love. Talk to yourself like someone you love. Let me say it again. Talk to yourself like someone you love. (laughs) Whisperers, we can choose to respond to ourselves compassionately like we might with a family member, a friend. We can choose. We have choices. Remember, last week I asked you, can you choose happiness? And we found out, yes, we can. See, we can choose. We have choices. Oh, yes, we have A, B, C, and D. (laughs) And all of the choices are good. Especially when you speak to yourself like someone you love. (laughs) Imagine if you were going to speak to the younger you. You would speak with such a loving and compassionate voice. You would tell yourself that you are going to be an amazing person and that don't take everything to heart and you are going to soar. And you are just brilliant and you're beautiful and you shine brilliant like a diamond. And, oh, yes, we are going to have some trials, but we will overcome them. And you see how beautiful that sounds? You see how compassionate it sounded? Because that what self-compassion sounds like. Go talk to yourself in the mirror. The next time you feel like you want to beat yourself, go and stand in front of your mirror, and I guarantee it will pivot the way that you speak to yourself when you look into your own eyes. You would never tear down another person, but when you look at your face, your eyes, and you see how much you need that support, that condolence, that solidifying of love, you will speak like you have never spoken before. Your words will reverberate with such a degree that it will even make you come to tears because you will say, I love you, and I'm sorry that I keep mistreating you. I am so sorry. Passion that's in there. Compassion has passion in it. You know, I gave you a discussion on the power of self-talk. And I've had tons of emails that have asked me to go and kind of go deeper on that. And I said I would. Um, I recently have been getting emails even on overthinking. And I plan on going back and having that too. But that power in self-talk, and many of you still struggle to get it down and to really master it, 
So it requires you to go back and pick up the master keys that was placed in the episode. Requires of you to do your due diligence so you can have success. So you can have success. But also that you can start to live a happier life. You see, when we are mastering something or when we solidify certain things even, it makes it stronger, it makes it harder, it makes it solid. So we get the power that's into it. And it just kind of bursts other things. It made me think about even like this whole thing with NASA when they did this with the asteroid and they called it the DART mission and they, they sent the, that uh, rocket up there or whatever it was up there and it crashed into the asteroid to knock it off of the course. Well, it's the same thing that we have to do with ourselves with negativity. We have to be willing to kind of really put an extreme blast of positivity into our hearts and our minds so it knocks that positivity off its course. And it starts to uproot those roots out of that heart that now that the soil can become rich again and that we can start to plant the positivity there. It's the same dynamics. So whispers, you know, I'm always about making sure that you have taken your master keys with you. So your master keys in this discussion that I hope you all picked up is that you're going to practice forgiveness. You're going to employ that growth mindset. You're going to express gratitude for Y-O-U. And you're going to talk to yourself like someone you love. Because when we love somebody, honey, we don't, we don't even, we, make, we don't mix words. We're so loving to them. We say everything that's wonderful to, about them. It's the same difference for us. We got to do the same. And we start to see why self-compassion is a key. We'll have happiness. Because it doesn't keep us tied in a two-by-four box. And it allows us to keep growing. It allows us to keep spreading our wings and blossoming in different ways. It almost becomes like an ivy that they get to have different shoots and they grow and they expand and they just travel more. It's the same thing that we want for ourselves. And we have to be willing to do that. Willing. It doesn't have to be difficult, but it does require effort. And a lot of things that we want that are valuable takes effort to get. And even if you think about if you have built a business or maybe you've developed some great things inside of your home, good practices with your family, it required that you did this regularly. So this is the same difference. You're worth it. You know, Whisperers, I love when we get to come in to our safe zone and have such impactful discussions. 
and that we get to keep building and developing ourselves. You know, I appreciate you always showing up and spending your time with me and allowing me to pour into you with topics like this. And I love hearing from you when you email me and you ask questions or you have ideas for episodes or even things that you're struggling with that I get to pour into. So I just appreciate it all the time. And if you have a topic that you would like for me to address or if you have questions that you would like for me to answer and possibly turn into an episode, please, please email me at info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. That's info at whispersinabottlepodcast.com. And if you really need help in mastering self-compassion, you're struggling with these things and you're not really sure how to map out a good plan, I always tell you all that there's a live link to my calendar inside of every description box. You just have to click it. And you get your 30-minute consultation, and it's free. (laughs) That's all I can ask and offer to you all because it doesn't require much except for you to just be willing to open the door to your endless possibilities. That's it. And, you know, I always tell you all that I love to get social with you all, so you can definitely join me on social media. I'm on Instagram at whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. Uh, We have a Facebook group, which is whisper in a bottle. And of course with Twitter, it's capital W H I S P E R S capital B O T T L E. Oh, and wait a minute, whispers. Guess what? (laughs) I almost forgot to tell you. I have major news. Um, I, your girl, has been invited to join the Wisdom app. So if you're on Wisdom, come over and, you know, connect with me because I'm going to be bringing some discussions over there come October, and they're going to be so different, even from the Roundtable of Intention to uh, my LinkedIn Lives to right here on Whispers in a Bottle. I think I'm going to be kind of bringing in something definitely new over there and something that I think we're going to have a great time leaning into. So, you know, I'm looking forward to connecting with you. I'm always available to connect with. If you'd like to follow the uh, our home company, La Paz Image Consultants, you can find us on Instagram at La Paz Imaging. That's L-A-P-A-Z-I-M-A-G-E-I-N-G. And, you know, that's our sponsor, so you can go and click their link and follow all of their social media pages because you'll connect with me because I'm the president and CEO of the company. So it's always a great thing. And if you're on Clubhouse tonight, look, join me over in a fashion room. I'm discussing all things fashion, and I look forward to pouring into you. You know, this discussion today was so important, and I cannot begin to tell you all that we have got to lean in and give ourselves self-compassion. I don't want you to continue to beat yourselves up. I don't want you to continue feeling that you're not enough because you are. So come back, listen to the episode, pick up your master keys, and make sure you start to use them. And everyone, please be safe. If you have 
family members that have been affected and impacted by the hurricane. Our hearts go out to you. Please be supportive to them and just make sure that, you know, you're there to be a sounding board for them as well. So with that being said, everyone, I'm Sonia Loray. I'm honored to say that I'm your host, and I'm a lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. All right, guys, take care. You have been listening to Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays with your host, Sonia Loray, lifestyle relationship counselor, fashion psychologist, educator, and motivational speaker. Please make sure that you review our show. Like, share, and make sure you come back next Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.blogtalkradio.com slash whispers in a bottle. Have a great weekend. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.